You're listening to episode 205 of the FitzPro podcast, and today is going to apply to trainees and trainers alike. We are going over several ways to integrate cardio into your strength training. How can you do cardio and strength training in the same season without one taking away from the other? It can be done. I think that it is pretty outdated to think that strength is going to slow you down when it comes to cardio and or that cardio is going to ruin all of the muscular gains you are trying to get from your strength and hypertrophy training. Of course, there is nuance and context there. You do need to be fueling your body enough to recover from and get the adaptations from the different stimuli when it comes to doing cardio and doing training if you want to benefit from both of those. So again, today is how to integrate the two, have them play nicely within your training or your client's training. Without further ado, Let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs aka not your average fitspo and my aim is to help you grow your mind body and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a fitspo First things first, if you are a coach in the online health and fitness space, or you would like to be, make sure you check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. It is called Your Biz Your Way because that is what I believe your business should be. I don't think that you should be a mini-me of someone else, and I think that we run into some issues, especially when it comes to scaling your business, when you have created your business based on someone else's business. Okay. We want to make sure that you are building a business that you want with the model that you want. And that is what I teach you inside Fitzpro Foundations. You will learn more about that in the free workshop. So check it out, anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. I would also like to thank Legion Athletics, which is the sponsor of this podcast. And they are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. I use them exclusively. I have for the past three years or so. When we got back from world travels, I was looking at adding in supplements to my training regimen, essentially, and mainly I was looking at creatine and whey protein. These are things that I have anecdotally and also are backed by science as far as getting results and actually feeling a difference. That's why I say anecdotally. When you implement these into your training as recovery from your training, as fuel before your training, that is where I notice it most. Again, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but creatine is not going to inherently give you energy like say caffeine would, but it is going to delay fatigue because it allows you to create ATP from ADP, which is broken down in the muscular contraction process, which means that you can create energy basically for your muscle contractions quicker for a longer period of time, which is beneficial if you are trying to grow muscle or have more output from your muscles. So if you haven't checked out creatine before, I I highly encourage you to do so. I enjoy legions. If you want 20% off your first order, use code Annie at checkout. Or if you would like to use code Annie to just get double legion reward points and show me some love, feel free to do that as well. Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout. Now let's dive into how to best integrate cardio into your strength training. 
more and more, I think people kind of want to be this hybrid athlete. I think CrossFit and some other sports have shown us that both can coexist, both can play nicely, and you can get benefits from cardio-based training as well as strength-based training in the same season. Now, of course, there is a threshold, right, to where, yes, strength training or attempting to put on muscle, like hypertrophy training, is possibly going to take away from your maximum potential when it comes to endurance training. These are at opposite ends of the spectrum, but for a huge, huge portion of that spectrum, you can gain benefits from both of these. That's my point. So at the ends, at the far furthest ends, yes, one is probably going to take away from the other, but for most people, for most general population, we are not training hard enough or at the extreme of endurance or the extreme of strength to where one is going to take away from the other. There are three ways, in my opinion, to integrate cardio, to best integrate cardio into strength training. Keep in mind, this is with strength training as the focus. So that's the lens we're seeing this podcast through. That is important for the context of this podcast. Strength training and or hypertrophy training is the purpose, is the main purpose in these best ways to integrate cardio, which is why I say best ways to integrate cardio into your strength training, not best ways to integrate strength training into your cardio. The first option we have is if it's butted up to training, if that's the only time you have to do your cardio, do it after your training. This will not kill your gains. Please do not worry about that. You will actually get the plus side of something that's called the accumulation effect. So your body has been working hard, let's say for 45 minutes, there has been a metabolic demand, there's been a level of cardiac demand, there's certainly been muscular demand on all these different systems of your body because of the lifting that you have done because of the workout that you have done. So when you go to do your cardio, you will likely have to work less. So you'll have less of an output but a higher cardiac effect because of accumulation of the last 45 minutes of work that you have asked your body to do. You will see this, do the cardio before your lift as a little like self-study and then do the same cardio after your lift. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you find. I would hypothesize that the accumulation effect would mean that you are working at technically a lower intensity when it comes to like looking at a cardio machine. So the resistance that you're using, the incline that you're using, the speed that you're moving at is lower than what it would be in order to reach that same heart rate at the beginning of the workout. You would likely have to be going faster, more resistance, etc. So because strength training is the primary focus, we want to not enter that strength training fatigued, which is why we're going to put the cardio at the end, but it can be butted up right to the training. And this applies to whether you are doing energy systems development, so heart rate based training, or if you are just doing cardio based on time or feel or whatever. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to do cardio. Inside Built by Annie, we do use heart rate training and energy systems development, but certainly if you're just running for distance or for time or doing some other, you know, um, rowing for distance, rowing for time, whatever mode you're using to do cardio, the same thing applies. Do it after your strength training if strength training is the main focus. And if you do want to get a little bit more out of that cardio, you can absolutely, you know, consume some carbs or sugary contents uh, before doing that cardio, or you can just go straight into it. 
Number two is to completely separate it from your strength training. This is actually my personal favorite way to implement conditioning into strength training. I don't love doing conditioning off the back of strength training, quite frankly, because when I'm done training, I'm, I'm done training. Doing cardio is like, sounds like the worst possible thing you could ask me to do. And I, because of that accumulation effect, feel like I can't necessarily go as hard as I would be able to if I was just doing it completely separate from the strength training, but I understand not everybody has that luxury. So if you only have, you know, 70 minutes to get everything in, get everything in. Absolutely. It's fine. This is not going to make or break your results. It's, it's preference at this point. My preference is to separate them completely. So if you train four days per week, as in do your strength training four days per week, is it possible you can do your cardio, like your two days of cardio on non-lifting days, for example, or do cardio first thing in the morning or cardio in the afternoon and lifting in the morning? Is there a way to separate them? Again, this is not better or worse. It's just preference. I prefer to keep them separate because I feel like I can then focus and give my all to both of them versus maybe leaving a little bit on the table if they are butted up next to one another. Do as you please. I also think that putting cardio on in non-lifting days kind of gives this like natural ebb and flow of intensity and load and overall volume training volume and intensity on the body day to day versus having to go hard every single day if that makes sense it's the same reason that like a lot of people i think prefer an upper lower body split in strength training because it naturally kind of gives you this more higher intensity days, higher demand days on lower body, and then a lower demand day on upper body. And I think that that just lends itself really nice to recovery of the body of the mental load of training. And I think separating cardio from your strength training can kind of have that same effect. Number three is to actually integrate the cardio into the strength training. So we would put this as like in a fatigue-based post-workout Metcon circuit style conditioning after your main lifts and accessory lifts. This would look like a timed or distance or calorie-based cardio machine, i.e. a bike, treadmill, a run, uh, rowing paired with exercises that make sense for that day of training. So if doing this at the end of bench day, let's say, maybe you're doing rowing for 40 seconds or rowing for 20 calories, followed by plank shoulder taps and reverse flies or banded tricep extensions or ring rows. And maybe you're doing that as an EMOM. Maybe you're doing that as three sets, four sets, two sets. I don't know but it is, it is in a circuit style to where the conditioning is actually built into some kind of larger tri-set or quad set of exercises that make sense for that day. These exercises in this setting should not be ones that require super high focus, that don't have a very high uh, CNS demand, your central nervous system, and can also be performed quickly and maybe for time, like I said, without a high risk of injury. So that's why I say bent over reverse, bent over reverse flies, ring rows, plank shoulder taps. You get the idea. We aren't doing this with our bench press, with our main large compound movement for the day. 
You're going to be doing these exercises under fatigue. That's the point. You can implement rest if you would like to. This this is wide open, really. This is just the third way, in my opinion, that makes sense to implement conditioning into your actual training. And this really applies to maybe somebody who came from the CrossFit world or really enjoys like a boot camp style training. If you are a coach and you want to just give them a little snippet of that, it's something fun to do at the end of their workout, makes them feel like they're doing some cardio or conditioning, maybe makes them feel more like an athlete than just standard strength training. I think it's something that's really fun to integrate. It's pretty easy to integrate. And again, it can be fun for the athlete. So whether that's for yourself or for your trainees, Give it a go if you are not going to specifically separate strength training from the cardio. All right, that was obviously a shorter episode, um, but moral of the story is, again, if strength training is your main priority, then that is always going to remain the main priority. So no matter where the conditioning fits in, it's going to be based on the fact that the, the strength training needs to come first and foremost. So do the cardio afterwards, do the cardio completely separate from the strength training. If you can, if you like that, that's based on preference or mix it in to a post-workout Metcon slash conditioning style circuit with exercises that are low CNS demand and low risk of injury because again, you're going to be performing those under time likely and under fatigue. If you found this podcast episode helpful, or if you find value here, please give the show five stars and leave a written review wherever you tune in. You can also email me a review as well. People have done that. I highly, highly appreciate it. Leaving a review on any platform that you listen to or listen through uh, just gets me in front of other eyes that would not have found me Otherwise, it's how you spread the good word. So I appreciate it. If you have left a review, if you've ever left a review, thank you. If you are not on my main mailing list, I have Annie's Weekly Wisdom and Annie's Daily Dose. You can choose between those at anniemiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you for tuning into the Fitz Pro Podcast. Podcast.